Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. My name is Aid and this is show 279 and uh, we have a full house which means uh, for the first time in ages on a, an actual report, recorded podcast I get to say hey Rach how you doing? Hi Aid, it's lovely to see you, see your faces, hear your voices and yes, it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> but lovely to be here today. Yay. And and are you well? Is the world treating you nicely? Oh, I am very tired. <laughs> There's a surprise for everybody, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, um, at the moment, uh, yeah. Um, but very, very tired. We, we are um, six and a half months in now of having constants in our lives, which seems crazy. Um, and um, it's been one heck of a challenge it really has um unsurprisingly again you know for anybody who's parent i'm sure will relate um uh and i think we're starting to get to a point where we're turning a corner a little bit um i hope um but we shall see so that was why i thought it would be lovely if i could come on today at least um and just sort of like r remind you all that i exist <laughs> and that i'm here and <laughs> um uh, and that you know uh, i am still classing myself as a sunny 16 podcast co-host so i should probably oh, totally, <laughs> once, totally. once in a decade at least at least come and say hi um but it's yeah, not something it, you get out of that easily. I mean, I tried, oh, as you no, know, but I, I, I do, yeah, eventually yeah. The, the long bungee cord of doom like, drags yeah. me back. <laughs> long bungee cord of doom. That's a T-shirt, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it was, you know, it was absolutely wonderful. I know that you have talked about this before, but um, I should obviously say anyway, um, getting to see everybody at the Coventry photo walk and goodbye to Darkshed, obviously, uh, for John. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was um, it was really lovely to be able to kind of like mark that occasion anyway. Um, but it was the first time the three of us have actually been out into like a city centre together you know so um so that was uh kind of overwhelming obviously for the baby because she had has not done that at all but for me too you know um it's been a long long time really so um it i couldn't have asked for more lovely people to to be around you know sort of like supporting me doing that which is really good because yeah um that saying of it takes a village to raise a child has really rung true, shall we say, um, as, <laughs> to, uh, as to having her in our lives. And we would not have got to here without, you know, um, lovely sort of like messages of support and everything. So, yeah, thank you so much to everybody. And, yeah, it's just nice to be nice to be back and saying hi. Um, I don't imagine I'll be able to do this every week, unfortunately. Uh, and at the moment, I'm waiting to hear the... Uh, the cry on the monitor in the in the, in the side to be like right i'm gonna have to dash um but yeah it's uh it's it's lovely to to be here at least uh for for the time that we have so you know that's uh that's what we can do really. it's good to see you and um i i finally got to meet constance of course yeah. and, and adam because i've never <laughs> met him before either so that was cool <laughs> it's crazy isn't it it's just it's so he weird. seems quite normal actually do you say he seems quite normal <laughs> Graham's like, nah, not, not, He's not that him. normal. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's so bizarre, isn't it? Like those kinds of moments where you go, oh yeah, we've actually not met in person. Not obviously yeah. we have, but oh, yeah, yeah, 
you know other other people you know in our lives who you you just you've you do know you know but you just haven't actually physically seen them in the same space so that was yeah really really we had uh, one of the people that joined us in coventry the other week you know posted in the chat afterwards it's like yeah there was one point in the middle day uh he said uh, i could have closed my eyes and i could have identified all the people around me just by their voices because they're so mm -hmm. yeah, so used to hearing them on podcasts and things like that so it was paul wasn't it I, I, it, but I was going to say i think it was paul friday wasn't it yeah, yeah. That, that said that yeah mm -hmm. Um, um, I, okay. I, I read that comment as well and was like, yeah, that that's really lovely, kind of like, yeah, touch point, yeah. I think. Definitely, so, definitely cool. Good. Well, uh, and Graham, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Very well, yeah. Um, I, the one thing I'm slightly bitter about is that I, because I was dashing around like a headless chicken, which is my default at all these events. It's your milieu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't get to have a Constance cuddle on uh, that Saturday, which and Sinead did. Sinead was very pleased about that. She got to have a cuddle, and I didn't. So, um, well, she came over and was like, "Can I hold the baby?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> yes, you, yours now. <laughs> as I was dealing with some of the stuff in the dark shit at the end of the day, I was like, "You touched it. It's yours now. You have to walk out of here with it." <laughs> <laughs> I think I fell prey to one of those as well, Graham. I think you, you it's like, that, yeah. that's yours now. You have to buy that yeah. and take it away. It's like, do I? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it is lovely to have you here, Rach. I, I like the, the, was it you said, it takes a, a village to raise a child. And there are days when it, it feels like it takes just one child to raise a village as well. <laughs> <laughs> or raise a, raise a village to the ground. <laughs> exactly, <maybe>. yes. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Um, oh, but no, dear. very pleased to be here. Very pleased on International Women's Day as well. To have both Rachel and the fabulous oh, Blair with us yes. as well, properly <laughs> celebrating the day. Yes, well, that's a good segue. Claire, how are you? I'm good, thank you as well. Rachel's tired and I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've always been. I've been. I've been good, but freezing. It's cold, you know. Have I you feel like cold? these are not quite, you know, um, <laughs> uh, relatable traits on International Women's Day as well. <laughs> <laughs> Being perpetually tired and cold. Yeah, cold. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Cool, well, the and four of us that, Sorry, I was just gonna say, I, I still can't get over the size of Claire's mug. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> yeah, it, it, do you know what? I think it holds a pint and a half of water, yeah. You put tea in that? It's good. I, yeah, I, literally, I can't drink. I, I can't drink a cup of tea that is literally like this size whilst it's still like. Oh, Rachel, the, this is, is that the from Constance's we... tea set. That yeah, <laughs> it's we from digress now. But what happens to me? I've got the reverse now. I'm so used to this huge cup that if I go anywhere, I'm just like, God, it's like this is like a like an egg cup almost. You know, yeah. I need like. Oh, this is cracking conversation already. This is what the <laughs> listeners come for, yeah, isn't it? Excellent. Absolutely. So, like, to 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 uh, yeah, drag us reluctantly into the podcast itself. Uh, yeah, we we've got a, a few bits and bobs going on today. Uh, but one of the things that we're we're keen to cover is the theme of traffic. So this has been our yes. theme for February. And it is now early March as we record this, uh, and uh, we've got some photos to talk about and share. Um, I think um, Graham, probably we should best do the the listener photos first, shouldn't we? And you have, as as usual, yeah. um, compiled uh, all of the emails and stuff like that. So should we go through those first? Yeah, absolutely. There's only, there's only a couple. So, um, A, do you want to read this first email from Bill Two? I would be delighted to. Um, hi, Bill. Um, Bill says, "Dear Sunbeams, 
uh, I am sharing with you my conceptual image for February's traffic theme. I have a love-hate relationship with traffic. <laughs> Actually, what's to love? The only thing I can think of is that it's my podcast time. That's true. I used to listen to a lot of podcasts when I was driving around in, in the old days. Uh, yeah, for this image... When there was a commute, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for this image, I put my Chroma Cube on the iPhone holder and Neil Piper style took <laughs> a series of pinhole selfies on a week of driving to and from work. That is kind of a Neil Piper thing mm. to do, isn't it? Um, it was overcast but sometimes with that bright glare that makes you feel silly for being forced to wear sunglasses. Some of the exposures were of the whole 45-minute trip. Some were taken just between traffic lights. I thought I had left... No, I thought I had a left... I thought I had left I, a thumbprint. I thought I had left a thumbprint on the negative, but it's some sort of artefact of the camera on many of the self-portrait frames, almost like a comment mm. on my new traffic. What is it good for? <laughs> it's like a <laughs> song. Um, okay. All my regards, Bill. And Bill has sent us uh, a, a contact sheet, uh, mm. uh, hasn't he? Uh, he's got 16, um, uh, 16, clearly clear not the whole roll of film, because if I remember correctly, the Chroma Cube shoots 54, 52 exposures on a single oh. roll. Uh, well, that's a, that's a third on a 36 exposure roll. Mm -hmm. Um, but he sent us 16 here, uh, various different exposures. Um, uh, interesting. Uh, yes, definitely. It looks like he's concentrating on his driving because like, his head is in a fairly stable place for a 45-minute exposure. So so well done, Bill, for paying attention to the mm. road. <laughs> I think it's great. It's like we were saying last week. This is just with the strength of a camera where you just do not worry about blipping away on the frames um, because it's a real fun thing to do. But if that was... That was a, an ordinary roll of 35 mil, and you just shot 16 frames of your face whilst out of traffic. You'd feel like, oh, that's an expensive thing to do. But um, yeah, I think it's great. Nice, nicely presented as well. Really cool. Yeah, thing. I really love that contact sheet feel yeah. of it. Well, yeah. feel how it's actually been put together is really, really cool. Makes it feel like a, a single image collage almost. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it definitely mm. bring, it makes it all hang together, doesn't it? So, yeah. uh, and I, I think it works. You know, having the multiple explosions, mm -hmm. exposures, because you can see, you can see more about Bill and his commute in you know, different lighting conditions. Yeah, mm. different. Uh, yeah, different. Uh, I think somebody's wearing sunglasses, otherwise he's not. I think, um, and uh, yeah, it just gives you a, a a great sense of it all, doesn't it? So cool, liking it, liking it. Thanks, Bill. What were you going to yeah, say? Yeah. I was going to say no. I really like this as well. I saw it on his, um, Bill's social media account, and um, like you, I, I love that. I, I actually love contact sheets. I think they look cool, mm. and I like so I like that kind of um, the look. But he looks very like Ryan Gosling from Drive. You know the film Drive. I love that <laughs> film. <laughs> That's what I think. Bill's gone Ryan Gosling. He's gone Drive. Ryan Gosling. Okay. Yeah. It's great. I like it. I, I, I really like them. You can put it on your CV now, Bill. Yeah, I really like them. Yeah, Stunt double for Ryan. <laughs> that stunt double. That's it. Yeah, stunt double. <laughs> I also like the fact Available for parties and bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Bill clearly has the same relationship with traffic that I have. I have 
absolute end. I, I, I hate being stuck in traffic jams so much that I have frequently cut off my nose to spite my own face in traffic jams. I'm just like, I have to get out of here. I'm just going to turn off. I don't know where this turn off is going, but I have to turn off. <laughs> and then you end up like five miles further back down the traffic line going, oh, no. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, and I think Bill shares similar frustrations with traffic. Um, mm. so, you live yeah. in the middle of the countryside. Yeah, that's Just true. How much, how much traffic can you possibly be worried about? Uh, it's yeah, you know what. I also live really close to Oxford, <laughs> and actually, you don't can, though. Not really. Twenty like, minutes is pretty like, darn close. Eh? Yeah, it's, but you don't. It's not like you work near Oxford, no, is it? But, you, like, or you're, they do one, sometimes let them out. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, um, one of my jobs is unfortunately on the other side of Oxford, so when I have to go to and fro, it's one of those things. Okay. Oh, here's a, a short journey that could take me an hour, even though it's only a twenty-minute drive, and it's very. Okay, fair enough. I'll let you off. Thank I'll you. Let you off. <laughs> I appreciate cool. that. Okay, so who's going to read the next email then? Rach, you can take the next one. Can I do it? Yeah, from Billy Sanford. Go for it. Yeah, because I haven't read any for a while, so it'd be nice to do that. Um, okay, so Billy says, Hello, Sunbeams. I thought it would be fun, at least for the first couple of months, to not just shoot to the monthly inspirational theme, but to also try to do it using something that isn't my standard routine. So in January, it was a Polaroid. For February, I shot my first roll of Kodak T-Max P3200. I've 3200, sorry. Um, I've shot Delta 3200 before in this same camera and managed to muck those up as well. <laughs> different films, different chemicals, other slower films in both that were okay, but same camera. So after consulting the hive mind, I feel like I must have a light leak that is especially evident on the higher sensitivity film. At any rate, hopefully you can at least get the gist of my intent. The first image was the one that I intended to take for the theme. I was at a track meet to watch my son pole vault and captured a group of runners at the beginning of their race when they were still bunched up. I did plan the second image, but I went downtown at dusk to finish off the roll. And as I was stopped at a traffic light, the party bike came cycling through. <laughs> for anyone not familiar with this concept, it is a group of drunk people propelling a bar through the downtown streets by pedaling whilst on their bar stools. I have no idea what the settings were on the camera. It was a picture I would have taken anyway, but it seemed especially relevant to the topic. I grabbed the camera and snapped the picture as quickly as I could before they got too far away. As a result, nothing really is in focus <laughs> that I would have wanted to be in focus, although ironically, it is probably the best exposed developed image on the roll. <laughs> Thank you again for the idea of a monthly theme to get us thinking. It's been fun for me just trying to think of an idea, but then also what method I will use that is outside the norm for me. On an additional positive note, I wanted to say that I've enjoyed Ian's series on quirky cameras on Sunny 16 Presents and look forward to more. Take care from Billy. Lovely to hear from you, Billy. And I'm just going to scroll down and have a quick look at these images now because I haven't had a chance to see them. Has everybody else had a look already? Mm -hmm. I had a look already. I haven't seen one of those party bus bicycle things in, in a while. Um, they, they have them in London as well. And, and, oh, yeah. Uh, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, like now. a dozen, a dozen people sat on, yeah, sat on a, on a <laughs> well, it's the size of a car, but it has four wheels. But they're all pedalling to promote, yeah, to to propel it, and often with lots and lots of beer and stuff. So. <laughs> Who came up with that idea to begin with? Let Let's get a load of drunk people and sit them on a on a propelling machine. Oh my! I word. don't know. I don't. I, I yeah. The, the the more worrying is not is the is the one who's chosen to steer, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Right. Um, it, yeah. So. Um, yeah oh, i really love the shot of the runners that's really cool yeah it is it's fantastic isn't it, it's isn't really it? Really... Let's have a... yeah 
Yeah, really nice. I like that. And I like. They're I like just coming around the corner there. So they're they're, they're coming. They're, they're this track meet, and there's a group of what, a dozen a dozen yeah. athletes um, yeah. coming around the corner, all fairly bunched up, and uh, yeah, you can see the looks mm. on all their faces as well. And yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, looks of concentration mostly, yeah. which I guess I guess would be the case if you're competing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's really cool. I like that one. Really nice. Yes. Do we? Um, there, there must be some sort of you know, informal award for for Bill and for Billy. I mean, I was listening to uh, I Dream of Cameras the other day, and they both wrote into that as well. Are they, they're like, is there some sort of you know outstandingly large contribution award or like voluminous contribution award? Or the you have too much time on your hands award? Um, <laughs> that that sort of thing. Is that what you're thinking? Eh? Uh, no, I was going to be That's nice about it, but saying. hey, if you want, <laughs> if you want to take my nice idea and, and turn it bad, then you <laughs> I do did. that. Yeah, yeah, That's, that was kind of my he, thing. He's reified it, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, all right, so there's, a, there's, a, there's um, yes, good good stuff. And um, I think we have some, some uh, photos from Matthew Joseph as well, don't we? Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Matthew, so it's interesting that um, our two Antipodean uh, entries from bill over in sydney and uh who is very frustrated with all the traffic there uh matthew's pictures from melbourne are all just of roadworks and rose close signs so <laughs> it's kind of a theme um, i think maybe australia has has bad traffic problems at the moment um but uh yeah nice i i love i i'm not sure whether matthew is shooting mm-hmm. with um his the uh, new actually does it say on the um links that put in there which camera he's shooting with but there uh it says voigtlander 12 mil oh um, so this will be say what camera it is i'm not sure it shows it says uh it actually says voigtlander uh voigtlander 12 mil ultra wide heli r these are some of the hashtags yeah i i i what i love about these pictures is just the the real color pop that he shoved in there yeah i mean i'm sure mm-hmm. they've been mm-hmm. tweaked um and i love it I, they might just be ektar it doesn't say what film they're shot on yeah um but you, go- you can get that you can get that that vibrancy out of ektar and and uh and they, they do look even the one that's mostly green trees looks like it has maybe a little bit of red in it which the ektar has quite strong red but mm. I, i'm just guessing yeah yeah it's been really nice actually matthew's been getting out and about quite a lot lately shooting and um he's been getting some really really cracking shots and it's just it's nice to see him active again um but yeah i do yeah I do it's, love it's still good to see the it's good to see the shoot film be nice hashtag still in 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 use as well so yeah, yeah. That, that's that is one of your legacies one of your gifts to the world Rach. thanks very much Ed. yeah i'm <laughs> it's, it is a lovely uh, yeah, it's a lovely feeling to like know that that's something that that took off and that people can just use and that it cr- has created a sort of a space at least where if you're feeling a bit rubbish about everything, you can at least go to that hashtag, you know, and be like, okay, I just want to look at some fun, you know, photos or something, you know, that's uh, much more lighthearted and positive, I suppose, sort of um, mm. aspect of photography. Um, so yeah, I uh, I'm really pleased about that, and it's yeah, it's crazy to look at like the the numbers of uh, you know posts around it and stuff. It's yeah, mad now, but yeah, really lovely to see that. 
Yeah, Matthew was actually saying that he because he's Matthew is looking after our Sunny Sixteen podcast Instagram feed, and he's great about um, sharing people's work. So if you use yeah. the Sunny Sixteen podcast hashtag, he's actively looking and sharing that picture on there and highlighting stuff that he likes and um, just sharing it out there, which is great. And he's saying actually, you know, there's there's not that much, and it's the same people who are using it over and over again. So he's struggling a bit to find different people's work to share. He said, but I looked at the um, shoot film, be nice. To hashtag said that thing's just a monster. He said there's yeah. just said so much stuff, <laughs> which is fantastic. Like tens of thousands of the um, you know posts for it now, which is just brilliant. So yeah, plenty of content there to keep you going, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, that that's very cool. That's very cool. If you ever get down in the dumps, that's that's one to uh, to check out. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you uh, to to Bill, Billy, and to Matthew uh, for sharing photos with us. Uh, glad the theme of traffic uh, was inspiring to some people. Should, should we should we talk about how we got on as a, as a team? Yeah, in traffic? let's do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> where should we start then? Should That's we start? Traffic. That's about all I've got. I'm afraid of my <laughs> contribution. So there we go. Uh, done. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Well, I can talk about mine. So I have uh, a photo here um, that is it, it's it's slightly opportunistic, but slightly conceptual in, in nature. In that, it is a picture of a boat taken out of the window of an airplane. Does that count? <laughs> That's yeah. traffic of a sort. Yeah, of course. Uh, so this was when oh. I was on uh, a trip to Jersey the other weekend. Um, and uh, so this is somewhere along the coast of France, I think. Um, uh, so cool. I, I imagine. Um, uh, and uh, there, it was an early morning flight, uh, and uh, they had this really interesting um, had this really interesting effect of the light. There were two layers of clouds. There was one layer that the plane was flying around uh, above, and that was like kind of the early morning cloud that would burn. And then it was this much higher. Uh, layer of cloud and i couldn't fit the two layers of cloud into the same photo with the with with, with the the surface as well with mm. the sea and the boats and stuff like that so i have got some other shots that show us flying like it, it, in the middle of a cloud sandwich as it were like the cloud below us and cloud above us but in very distinct separate layers uh but this one uh yeah there's a couple of boats here uh on the water in, in the sunshine in the morning there's sun glinting off the sea as you see some clouds and just just felt good and felt like a nice shot so uh that was kind of how i would like my traffic to look like you know um uh that you know uh, i take a lot of or have i have in the past taken uh around the city uh various different cities uh lots of pictures of traffic and buildings and architecture and stuff like that so i thought i'd go for something different this time so that's my take mm. on traffic. It's, it's, I'm feeling calmer just looking at this photo actually it's it's nice. yeah it's it's really ethereal and and you know kind of very calming yeah it's mm. it's lovely i i like i like the um the idea that it's kind of like the opposite of like what you might think of as traffic in the traffic jam you know like the drama of that and the noise and all the rest of it i suppose in a plane it probably was quite noisy but it feels like looking at the image that it was really just peaceful and quiet and well, uh, I quite like to think of myself as being on that little boat and just yeah. that would be my commute and there's no traffic and stuff uh -huh. like that. So yeah, it's uh yeah, it's just just a bit of fun. But I enjoy it. Like... <laughs> Very bored to Canada. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. know much. I know a little of their music, but I don't I know much about their, music, their, but yeah, their artwork the, choices. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Really great. But that is quite Border Canada. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, maybe I should look at it whilst listening to some of their music then. Yeah, definitely. I think you claim everything's very Border Canada, Claire. <laughs> it's what inspires claire that's the important thing so graham over to you so actually do claire quickly because i'm just <laughs> i'm very quickly trying to throw my pictures <laughs> together so i can put them up mine into, has mine gone into oh. the chat i i don't think you can see it can you i can't uh, see it on the show notes is it in the chat claire oh yeah hang I'm, on it's in the chat but i've got a feeling are we missing a bit at the beginning because there's just it starts with a uh forward slash looks like it's a link to your computer uh, which we uh, won't be able to reach <laughs> a link to my computer <laughs> everybody quick cash claire can you see? I'm, I'm holding it up for you to see can you see this did you mean <laughs> desktop house of cards house of <laughs> and then, yeah and then it's given me a load of images of house of cards the tv show so i had two kind of deadlines really so one was something for this on the theme of traffic and another one was um a new kind of picture for the 1212 project because that's starting again in, in in april so my take was um a combination of um south bank the, you know the saint paul's area and right. yeah, yeah. Here, <laughs> merged with um myself in a hotel room because you know me and my hotel rooms there's always time on my hands so i have to think and come up with things so so this was my kind of take but can you see the the, like, the buildings and, and the lights and everything yeah. uh, yes can. yeah yeah the exposure yeah yeah so what, that was... which playing card are you holding up claire i couldn't quite see is it jack no um i've got right so in the spread there's the <laughs> of spades. it's the king of hearts actually ah i think can you see there's some there's uh and there's some spades oh yes i can see yes. the spades. Oh, yes yeah. can see it now yeah Graham's cool. face. <laughs> <laughs> i think it's very good claire so what uh, what is the um idea behind it like what what is the what was the theme for the twelve twelve project but there was no theme for them right um just that um we had to have a new kind of just a new kind of profile picture so i did a couple i did that one and another one just not a double exposure a single exposure um but they went for that one um yeah I think it's very cool. I, I can't tell you what the thinking was behind it, Graham. I just, um, <laughs> it just you just felt came. it and did it. It just came, uh, it just yeah. came to you. Well, that's that's okay. It that's all good. In the eleventh, you know, in the dark hours of my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Claire. Even though I can't see it well enough to fully appreciate yeah. it, I like yeah. it. I'm sure it looks far more glorious in person than it does with you holding it <laughs> half covered by shadow mm. on our computer mm. screen, as things so frequently do. But, uh, so how did we find the theme then? Because I think that none of us have uh, uh, have taken a photograph of you know a traffic jam on a motorway. None of us have found it particularly taken it particularly literally. Although Hank said that um, we haven't given Graham a chance to show his yet, so no, maybe he, he has done that. Yeah. I'm just trying to buy you some more time. Yeah, no, Graham. no, your face I, wasn't I, the f your face wasn't looking ready yet. I, 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 it's as good as it's going to get. So. Um, <laughs> 
the traffic shots that I took were all uh, shot using um, my Canon EOS 30, which is a camera that <laughs> I've had for years. My friend Steve gave it to me, got five, six years ago at least, and I've not used it very much. And for some reason, I thought, you know, I'm going to put some rolls of film through it. And I think you can relate to this, Aid, with the T70 that you just finished your roll through. There's something really not quite nice and quite fun about using a more modern camera. And the, the EOS 30 mm. has the added bonus of autofocus, which um, your T70 doesn't. So I've just been having a lot of fun with that. And I shot a roll of HP5 through it, which I then, which I pushed to 1600 because a lot of the shots I wanted to do at night in Oxford. Um mm. And then developed in this new eco dev that we've been trying out um, from James uh, James Lane, um, but there's no times, and uh, I hashed it up completely, so things are massively, massively underexposed. So um, I've shared a couple of links to um, pictures in there, which were from the night shoot in Oxford, which are all. Um, I think one was a train. <laughs> Or, or the headlights of a train because that's the only thing you can oh, see oh that's what it's right that's okay. what that yeah. is and the other one was supposed to be i think it was a bus on the, uh, looking along the wet street in oxford um that's what that was but they're both so dark that you cannot make out the element of traffic at all um but down at the bottom of the page now i put the other pictures this was in the same roll of film and this is where having a camera like the eos 30 just in the car was perfect because i was sat at traffic lights um but it's a very bryce norton sort of traffic lights because i was stopped stopped waiting for a plane to go past and so after i sat there with all oh, quick reached across the, onto the passenger seat and grabbed the camera and um, was able to just fire off three shots in quick succession because, yeah, autofocus modern SLR camera. And so I got this little sequence of uh, a plane flying across in front of me, which is yeah. a, a fairly regular occurrence. We don't stop for trains around here. We just stop for planes. So, um, But, yeah, getting back to what you were saying, Aid, uh, I think the, the, theme, the theme was – I enjoyed the theme – because certainly when I was in Oxford, it was making me think about, oh, this is what I want to try and capture. Um mm. As you mentioned earlier, uh, I live in a fairly quiet place, so I, I think I, I needed to think outside of the box. I did go out this evening um, on my motorbike because I now have a functioning motorbike. This is the big right. my big news that I have one working motorbike, which is arguably enough. Um, I did go out for a ride with a camera in my pocket. <laughs> um, but I ended up not taking any more pictures because it had been lovely and sunny all day up until I got the opportunity to get on my motorbike and then it got instantly dull, grey and miserable. So that put the kibosh on that. Um, Such is life. Yes. But I think it's a good theme because it's, if you, wherever you go, there's traffic of some sort. And mm -hmm. so many times we're trying to avoid including vehicles in our mm -hmm. shots. We're trying to get work around them, get the buildings without them in, whatever it is to make these timeless images. But I think if you just lean into the images, lean, lean into the vehicles, well, not literally lean into the vehicles, you'll get run over and smushed. Um, then, Especially buses. Yeah, I've been seeing lately, I think, um, I can't remember if it was also Bill or another member of his um, pixelated crew yeah. over there. Um, yeah. Doing some really fun work lately with like multiple, um, firing the shutter multiple times to layer up uh, images. Um, now, this was a thing that I did when I was up with Rach in Liverpool, gosh, however many years ago that was now. Oh my word. Yeah, I think that was maybe 2017, 18. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it must have been. Yeah, it probably was. And I had um, 
a little box brownie which has one aperture one shutter speed and 100 iso film in there which was just not enough for the day so i just go well i'll just fire the shutter enough times until it adds up and for traffic that can give you a really fun effect so if you've got a, like a holger would be perfect for that because you just sit there and just mm. fire that shutter all the live long day um so yeah there's some some fun stuff you can do with moving stuff it's good yeah, I enjoyed it as well as a, as a theme because, you know, like I say, I was, I was just thinking because it got me thinking I don't really want to take a picture of a traffic jam because that's a bit obvious and it's a bit, uh, it's been done uh, and it's been done a lot by me because I've spent a lot, to, far too much of my time <laughs> being traffic. Um, so uh, I was looking for something else. Uh, and so, yeah, it was good to, to good to keep your eyes open and I, and I think that's the benefit of these uh these, these monthly themes at least you know the first couple it's like just there in the back of your mind and yeah you've got a camera in your pocket pretty much all the time regard whatever kind of camera it is yeah you know, and uh, uh and you can just you know quickly grab it and take a shot whenever you see something so i quite like the the themes for that it works for mm. me and i think especially if you've got something i mean i am going to say that it should probably be a point and shoot camera of some sort because if you're if you're briefly stationary you should never do this when you're driving along but if you're briefly stationary and you see something you can grab a picture of um I, I, people have built up bodies of work just driving around the place mm -hmm. i think i think i could be mistaken it but i know um jaya bart has just got a new zine out and i think that that's largely what it is it's he's been out and about and he's been shooting and i i, I could be wrong apologies Jaya, if that is not it i have clearly not spent enough time looking but um i know that people have you know driven around la and just taken pictures out of their car and built up a body of work like that so having something ready to go in case you see something awesome whilst you're out and about always have a camera with you always a good idea always a good idea cool okay well that then ladies and gentlemen uh was traffic <laughs> up next for the month of march 2022 is the theme of blue <laughs> sing the song eh? The, what song you know that come on blue. <laughs> i'm blue da -ba -dee -da. come on oh Oh, what about Blue Velvet song. by Bobby Vinton? That's a nice song. Yeah. Whatever. I like my uh, Or a good movie as well. I'm sure, Claire. Claire, do you like the movie Blue Velvet? Love, Velvet? yes, I love it. <laughs> I thought it might. Yeah. Super, yeah. Uh, what else? Yes. Well, no, I'm not singing any songs. Nobody no, nobody wants to hear me sing. I sound like a fog when I sing. <laughs> But anyway, the next, uh, the, the next uh, theme, the theme for the month of March is Blue. Um, so make of that what you will um, take it literally um, <laughs> like Picasso uh, or not uh, I take it uh, illiterally <laughs> is that a thing is that mm. the opposite of literally yeah, or, is or is conceptually the opposite of literally I don't know um, but that's where we're headed next so um, yeah I, I'm quite excited because whilst traffic is something that I don't have a lot of around me I'm really hoping I, I know this is going to be cliches or hell but I, in my head, I'm just picturing some beautiful, bright yellow daffodils against the nice, clear, blue sky. Uh, this might be mostly just me hoping that it's really sunny over the next month because I'm fed up of it being rainy the last week. But um, yeah, blue skies. Let's have some blue skies and shoot some blue skies. 
that could be good uh for some reason no reason in particular that i can uh i can work out uh the image in my mind is in my mind at the moment is of a bunch of sad clowns feeling blue <laughs> wow <laughs> somebody said no to I, I have no idea where that's come from i have no wow. idea where that's come <laughs> somebody check in on but, aid please <laughs> well this is this is why we have podcasts isn't it so we can share what we're thinking mm. <laughs> Claire, and you oh, and I have both got these um, newer lights, haven't we, that we can change the colour on them. So that could be quite fun. Do some yeah. things just flooded with blue. Oh, yes, somebody that's made me, somebody made me take one home from the dark shed yeah, the other day. That's what I was thinking, actually, with the theme. I was kind of, my brain straight went straight to sort of lighting and mm. playing with lighting. That's a great idea, eh? Great idea. Yeah. So go on, Claire. Tell Definitely. me, tell me the name of the film director who tends to make things blue a lot in their movies. Because I know there is one, and I know you want to tell me. Well, no, the, but the blue velvet is, of course, uh, David Lynch. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. David I think Lynch. so. And the the, the the person who played well, the 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 one who uses blue as a kind of way of telling the stories is that film I love. You know, Michael Mann and the um, the Manhunter. There you go. I knew there was one. I knew this is a great film. I, I, in fact, I want. To, I know. I, I, I we talked about it before on the uh, on the podcast. Um, I'm just going to get something up about it now. Um, but it is such a great film. I really, really want to watch it again. Um, Michael Mann, 1986, brilliant. And the theme, just the the soundtrack aid is really great. Really. Mm. Actually, not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, I was scanning up and I had to. I had it on. <laughs> I went onto iTunes and I was like looking for the soundtrack. Um, they didn't have the soundtrack exactly, but they had some of the tracks from the band from there. It's really, really good. Yeah. So Michael Mann, sorry, uses blue as a way to communicate um, emotion in his films. On really, really good, good use of lighting. Yeah. I really love. I mean, I've got a love of that. I can't master it at all, but I really like the kind of neo-noir kind of um lighting and the kind of and just i like these like neon lights and that kind of a look you know yeah that's in, yeah that, that's interesting because you could do a you could do a lot of stuff around the theme of blue with those kind of things couldn't you um, mm. and, you know a lot of us have uh modern led lights that you can tune the colors on so you could play with it literally with the color blue and variants mm. on it um but actually that sort of neon kind of thing is is, mm. is quite cool as well there's not a lot of neon around these days is there you don't see it as much as you used to it's probably illegal or something now isn't it for safety reasons or something i don't know but, um, uh, but, but yeah, it's all right for you. you you live in london aid you or near london you can just pop, you'll have to pop over to paris for the day spend the night and go out around paris because they've got loads of neon in paris <laughs> there's, there's a thought um, you I live in London, aid, so you'll have to pop over to Paris. <laughs> it's There's a logic by. there somewhere. It's it's close by. We went to Paris in October. It was um, <laughs> Parisian. But there is loads um, of neon there, and, and it makes for a... If you go to Paris, you've got to go out n night shooting, I reckon. I've never done that, actually. Mm. Um, I've never been on a night shoot in Paris. Um I did. No, I think I have done once. Once I was on like a work trip to Paris. This must have been ten plus years ago. Um, uh, yeah, twelve, thirteen years ago. Um, and took a few sh shots around Paris, uh, walking around at night. But because I wasn't really master of my own uh, destiny that evening, we were on a, a an arranged yeah. thing because it was a business trip. 
So, uh, but I did manage to take a few shots of, you know, sort of people sat mm. outside restaurants and stuff. Mm. And, yeah. um, so, but, but I wouldn't say I did it justice. <laughs> yeah. Well, next time you're there, bear that in mind, a uh, night shoot going around, you know, at night for the neon. Mm. Okay. All right. I didn't know that about Paris, but cool. That's yeah. Um, uh, all right. So blue it is then. Um, and uh, we, yeah, we'll loosely speaking, take the month of March to do that. And then we'll come back in early April uh, and see where we get to. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Should we have a bit of a catch up? Because we've all been doing some stuff over the last few weeks that um, doing, buying. Rach, because we're sort of very conscious, Rach, that you might get... <laughs> <laughs> the whale of doom at any point what have you been up to rach i currently have her on mute so uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man Always that's the best so way. Great. i was like there's a work around here but yeah i will probably have to head out soon um yeah so um uh what have i been doing washing lots of bottles breastfeeding <laughs> um uh generally hiding in in the bathroom trying to make sure that i barricade myself in um uh no i'm joking <laughs> well am i joking i'm not joking but um uh, that's not really photography um related is it um photography related wise i have done very very little um I I did finally manage to um, pick up my uh, I did finally manage to get to the point where I felt able to pick up my digital camera to just get some images um, of Constance before she'd grown too much. Um, the, there's very little of her in her sort of like first three months of life. Um, I did manage to shoot one roll of one roll of film, um, but that was about it to be honest. Um, and I would beat myself up about it a lot, Graham. You know this anyway, um, because I was like, "But this is what I do, you know, and this is my first and possibly only child, and I won't have any images of her, um, you know, as as a baby at that very very early stage." And um, it became a real kind of like a really difficult thing for me to try and let go of. Um, but at the end of the day, it was just impossible to do you know and i'm i've just had to kind of like come to terms with that it's fine you know there i have images of her that i've taken on my phone it doesn't matter really you know at the end of the day if i've got something that's recorded that moment in time and that memory of her it doesn't really matter i know we're on an analog photography podcast but it doesn't really matter what it's been shot on as long as i've got that um which a, a very wise man told me um to to believe in that so that's okay um that was you graham by the way in case was you it? oh were. geez <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so, sorry, what, no? <laughs> yeah i know right um that's the one and only time i'll say that um but to, to basically take my energies and, and put them into something else that you know rather than worrying about that kind of thing so um i have i have now picked up my digital camera i have started taking some some photos of her um and uh and that's been good it started started to feel a little bit more possible um i um am looking at the calendar going oh my word like how quickly this period of time is just disappearing you know flying past mm. um so i'm i'm going to be back at work um uh like fully after maternity leave um at the beginning of may um and we're already halfway nearly halfway through march it feels like you know and it's like gosh it's only a few weeks really left so 
um, I'd wanted to try and start getting back into the swing of things as well, you know, for me to make sure I feel like I'm confident with what I'm doing again and just ready to go. Um, so I have done just a very um, small amount of um, projects and, and, and jobs and things. I, I'm limited, unfortunately, um, in terms of what I'm able to take on because um, it seems that, unsurprisingly, um, uh, it's not really set up for women to own their own business and have babies <laughs> yeah. um, in terms of the support that's out there and the possibilities and the way of making that work and function um, just doesn't really exist. So um, so I have to be quite careful about what I'm, what I'm taking on. Um, it's also meant that Claire has been absolutely brilliantly taking over some of the darkroom workshops that I would I would have been doing obviously um because I haven't been able to I'm not allowed to to run those at the moment um in Liverpool so that's been awesome that she's she's been able to take over there somebody who I know and trust and has just done a fabulous job um so I am looking forward to getting back to doing some of those again um once once I'm back um I have done uh, a couple, well, I've done one um, workshop over in North Wales, um, which was part of the February half term uh, mm. for the Harden Farm um, estate experience, mm. um, which which was loads of fun. I really loved that. Um, and actually, they asked me to go back and do um, one as part of their relaunch, um, which is coming up on Sunday. So. I've actually popped a link in the uh, in the chat. I don't know if you guys can see it. Mm. So if anybody's interested, I think there's still uh, a little handful of spaces left. Um, if anybody you know happens to be around in North Wales and hasn't yet had a go at building a pinhole viewer, making a cyanotype bookmark, that kind of thing. So I'm doing a kind of an in-person version of my analog adventure kit, if you like. Um, so you go to the Harden Estate co.uk and find the events page and you'll see us on there see me on there as the 13th which is uh, sunday um so yeah we had fun with that so loved doing the previous workshop and i'm really looking forward to doing that one on sunday um the other things i've got going on are that on um saturday i'm going to be doing the um ilford photo walk so it's ilford uh, in association with she hearts film um mm to walk they've done uh, one or maybe more down south in london uh, and possibly somewhere else down south apologies can't remember um but they're going to be doing this one up in liverpool so yeah it, um, michelle from ilford gave me a call let me know it's happening and i was like oh that'd be amazing she was like leave the baby at home <laughs> it means you can come out and have a photo walk. A lady <laughs> what's that sorry Constance is a lady. She is, absolutely. She's a very demanding lady, though. <laughs> um, so I think Michelle was like, this will be a nice opportunity for you to do something. Leave the house literally on your own. Um, I uh, uh, I left the house the other day and was like, what do I do with my hands now? <laughs> I'm so not used to it anymore. Um, so, yeah, so um, I'm really looking forward to that um, on the Saturday. And actually, a photography student, from Chester got in touch because they're doing a project on um, makers and artisans and, and people who work with traditional methods. So they um, have been taking portraits of various different makers and things and 
if she got in touch and asked if she could come and do some of those. So I was like, well, I'm doing a photo walk on Saturday and this on Sunday. So I think she might be turning up to take some photos of me taking photos, maybe. There's something very meta about it, I guess. Um, but yeah, so uh, that'll be Saturday and that's on photowalk.me. You can find the link for the photo walk there. So um, I know that there are, uh, again, a handful of spaces left. Um, so any female or um, women, ad uh, female identifying photographers around um, who might be able to get to the Liverpool area on Saturday, the 12th of March, then go to photowalk.me and have a little look for the Ilford and She Hearts film um, photo walk there that's set up there. That'll be really cool. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going along uh, to, to that. So that's Saturday and Sunday. And then yesterday I did my first style shoot um, back, on, back on the job um getting my eye back in and making sure i'm um, sort of like confident in in shooting again and that was lovely getting to work with some of the wedding suppliers so it was a wedding style shoot um in liverpool and it was basically getting a chance to uh, work with them work with some models get some uh, get some shots for all of the um the suppliers basically um so that'll be one that i'm at some point hopefully soon going to um, get edited and developed and uh, and that'll be another another one for the gallery which would be be nice to uh, to do um yeah i was quite i really enjoyed that it was lovely i'm absolutely exhausted today because i have already done uh, a couple of um, like wedding fairs and things obviously because you have to do these you know way in advance um to to get the uh, to get the jobs in and get the client mm -hmm. work thing um of course but usually in the past it's been a case of i know how tiring those kinds of jobs are either on shoot or or you know you just have to be switched on all day talking all day you know it's it's very intense um but usually in the past have had time to recuperate perhaps the following day and obviously that's not the case anymore um so uh, i'm just adjusting to that as well i guess you know how long it's going to take me to um yeah recuperate i suppose after these things um and then i got a message on sunday asking me to shoot somebody's wedding uh, on thursday so uh they were like we're getting married on thursday <laughs> we'd like you to be our wedding photographer i was like okay so uh so i'm really looking forward to that i'm so excited um to shoot claire and julie's wedding not our claire different claire <laughs> um uh, uh, uh big news sorry i just uh <laughs> class like am i getting married on thursday <laughs> yes yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um so really looking forward to that and um yeah just excited to be um out and about in the world in the world again i'm allowed out i guess <laughs> um and just kind of getting used to that um and for those who weren't there are uh, at uh, john's like meet up and photo walk and things um i'm going to be taking over custody of his enlarger so from the dark shed so that is hopefully going to be making its way up to me in liverpool um i'm probably going to be building a dark cupboard uh at the, maybe at the top of the stairs or something that seems to be where where i'm going to be living with that um for for now and we'll see how see how things go um and uh yeah i've i've got a lot of ideas for other things that are going to be coming up soon so yeah i'll uh, i'll keep you posted but that's kind of where i'm at with everything anyway so not very much to be honest <laughs> it does seem like you are um going from naught to 60 on this race so uh um <laughs> yeah. it's it's good uh just take care of yourself because boy and 
as you were mentioning before you started, the, the fun thing about being a parent is that uh, you just don't get time to recover from any of these things. Yeah. Uh, the good news is, Rach, is that you, know, that you do get to a point where it becomes the new normal, right? So, <laughs> so I know you're going through like a big transition at the moment and it's really super hard and it is super hard. I remember it well. I, I, I don't remember it fondly. Um, but the but i remember it well um uh, and uh, it, it but but it becomes the new normal so you know it's uh, and then like you say like what one day like you know somebody somebody or, or somebody else will be looking after constance and then you'll be going oh, what do i do now and i got like <laughs> I, I got like a, an hour to myself for certain like, absolute luxury oh, and, yeah, yeah, so, oh my god so, um, so, a question I have, Rach, regarding your um, workshop at the, um, what was it, Harden Estate? Yeah, at Harden Estate, yes, at um, the farm shop. What is a pirate pinhole viewer? Oh, it's it's what um, you can make from the analog photography, uh, analog adventure kit. So uh, it's a bit like um, looking through a pirate telescope. It's just a nice way of um, helping people to visualise what it is that their child might be building. So like the idea of it being like a pirate telescope that you look through, but it's pinhole viewer so you can see the world upside down. Ah, uh, okay. The physics of light and how that works. Um, so yeah, because otherwise sometimes people think it's a pinhole camera. Um, and um, as we know, Britain in February is probably not the best time to be trying to build <laughs> a pinhole camera with a child um, whose you know, attention span might not be long enough for the hours that it could potentially take to make a pinhole photograph so a pinhole viewer pirate pinhole viewer is a nice way of um at least showing them what would be going on inside the pinhole camera yeah that's an awesome idea and you get an eye patch for the other eye i assume of course who else has news well i mean both you both of you guys have news so should we let claire go first because honestly it's been driving me slightly up the wall these last several months where claire has not been able to talk about what she's been working on so claire <laughs> will you finally please talk about what you've well, been I've, working I've had on? a few well i've been doing quite a few i've done a few things so like rachel says i've been doing the darkroom workshops for rachel in liverpool i'm actually there when uh, on saturday for a, a day one aren't i so i'm doing that one for you then um so i've been doing those um and then i've been yeah no i've been working um i was working on a film been working on a film with the artist gweno who's very talented um so that's been really lovely and a real uh a privilege really to be part of that and so yeah so um her and it sounds so amazing <laughs> yeah so, and um yeah she, um and she's released um a single from her new album this week and i shot the the well some of the footage from the films in the in the in the video in the single for the music video so that's been really lovely uh working on that um i've also been busy um with my Norway project. <laughs> and uh, it's just like dawning on me that that's actually, I'm going to Norway the end of this month. That's um, amazing, Claire. Oh my yeah, God. It's amazing. I hope uh, it, it is because I've never, I've never been to a Scandinavian country. So it'll be, yeah. I'm go. I hope it's not too cold for me. <laughs> Tell us all about it. What, what's going on in Norway? 
Um, I'm sort of doing a collaboration. I was asked to collaborate and I said yes. And then I thought about it after and I thought, <laughs> okay, <it's, laughs> Graham's laughing. So basically it's like, um, it's about a 40 minute performance piece. So I've worked with someone, they've basically done the sound, although I've contributed to that with some keyboard playing. And um, and so I'm actually bringing one of my characters, me basically as a character from my photos to life and doing this performance. So it's like a, I suppose it's almost like a piece of live cinema. And within that performance, I have to perform. And within that performance, I'm kind of making some photographs in real time as well Ooh. as part of the performance. And so and I and there's some film that I've bit of film I've done to go together. But. Wow. It's a full multimedia. So it's completely, it's a completely new um, experience, really. So I'm, I'm really kind of out of my comfort zone, really, because <laughs> it's one thing performing in front of your camera as your character, and then mm. it's quite another <laughs> being <laughs> doing this performance. I'm a bit nervous about it, if I'm honest. Well, it's only forty <laughs> minutes. Forty yeah. long, long minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good news is it's in a completely different country, so if it all goes yeah. wrong, you can just come home and forget about it. You don't need to see those people yeah. ever again. Yeah. So, so, so I'm, so I'm sort of getting preparing for that as well. So that's quite. So it's all like juggling a lot of things. And um, what else have I been doing? Um, hopefully, there'll be some footage of. Um, I think it is being recorded. My um, Norway performance. So I will show you that um okay for better or for worse and um, when is that that you said it's in the summertime oh, no, it, it's next month no no it's um the end of march i go out to norway and the performance is over four days so it's the first and the first of the fourth inclusive inclusive excuse me of april right okay. so so that'll be uh an experience so yeah. i hope i can c come back with the, the, the you know the footage <laughs> okay well, we'll look forward to it we'll look forward to it we should yeah. mention that rachel's yeah, yeah. had to go so no more rachel luckily luckily she sadly I, it's amazing that we 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 enjoyed rachel's comfort company uh, for as long as we were able to this evening so very very glad to have rachel back on the show aren't mm, we indeed so aid do you want to tell us about what you've been up to this last week because in a dramatic break with tradition you've been shopping you've been buying stuff I, a strange thing happened to me not so long ago. Um, funnily enough, uh, as as many stories do at the moment, this links back to our day in Coventry. And uh, <laughs> you had a, a camera on loan, didn't you, from mm -hmm. uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Steve Lloyd of Chroma Camera. And I looked at that and I thought, well, that looks a bit fancy. And then later on, uh, I, somebody had put it down on a table or something like that. I thought, oh, I'm going to pick this up. And, and I was like, oh, this feels quite nice in my hand wonder what it is <laughs> and yeah what it what it does and 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 uh yeah what 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 is the the the, the special source that comes along with this one because steve doesn't make normal cameras does he and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean it in a really good way they're all they're all slightly different and slightly special and they've got yeah a little bit of yeah a little bit no an extremely large amount of engineering thought behind <laughs> them and and so on and so forth. so so um, this I picked up this camera and it's quite small, felt quite small, fit nicely in hand. You know, felt well balanced, wasn't too heavy, wasn't you know, uh, wasn't too unwieldy. I thought oh, I really like this. And a weird thing happened, weird for me anyway, which is I actually got excited by holding a camera. 
Like not because, mm-hmm. and not in the sense of you know, the possibilities. It, it, yeah, the the things I was just about to go and shoot. It's like this is a camera I know really well. I'm totally focused on the images I'm going to make. And it was like the camera itself was like, well, actually, this whole this just feeling this camera, like holding it in my hand, made me think that of of different stuff I could do. I got excited about a camera, and honestly, I can't really remember the last time that happened. I could probably work it out because I've owned and bought bought lots of cameras over the years, as we all know. Um, and uh, yeah, most of them have been passed on to people who use them more often than I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, but this really got me. And so I have bought not one but two things because, of course, mm-hmm. cameras need lenses. So I bought a lens, and then I had no excuse, but I had to buy the camera. Right? <laughs> Is that how it you goes? Yeah. Camera and the lens. Mm. Well. It, it'd be a bit pointless to just buy one of them right <laughs> yeah so, so uh the lens i bought we had and i have to say thank you to steve at this point um who has been super supportive because i know nothing about this stuff and and graham as well who has also been super supportive uh so we had a, a conversation and uh i was thinking okay uh well you know, I'd, I'd like a new, i like this idea of a new camera i like the idea of a new lens and and um but the camera let's talk about the camera first so the camera is the new 612 chroma camera so this is a a uh it's what so as as the name suggests it is a 120 camera it's a medium format camera that can shoot up to six by twelve uh, images it also shoots six by nine and six by six and and we discussed this uh, m- many people have heard us talk to, to steve on the show about this already and uh yeah that just got me even more excited so basically after we hit the record button i just went yeah steve can i have one of those please mate <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so a story started to unfold um so yeah um i'm going to be the proud owner in a few weeks time uh, of a 6x12 medium format camera uh the new chroma 612 and uh i'm really looking forward to it it's it's a compact unit for what it shoots which is essentially a cropped 4x5 image isn't it really I mean, if you think about it it's 12 centimeters wide um you know it's it's um quite a small unit actually um and yeah looking forward to that uh, and then i had to buy a lens trials and tribulations so i started looking for a lens mm. and this is this is where my yeah. knowledge mm. completely drops away because i've never shot large format but you need a large format lens to provide the image circle big enough to shoot six by 12. And that's how, that's how these things work. So, you know, Steve will make the camera um, and he will make uh, the lens cone uh, that fits a lens of the purchasers choosing. So then I had to go through a process of understanding what kind of lenses might fit. Steve was very, very helpful with that. Uh, And how, yeah, and what kind I wanted um and in the end i have um procured from the good people of ford's photographic uh, a thing called the schneider 65 millimeter f8 super angulon and of all of those things i know what 65 millimeter and f8 mean i've no idea what super angulon means um <laughs> it sounds great though doesn't it <laughs> it sounds pretty fancy Super's always a good start i think that starts with the word super like either mario brothers or man i mean they're always good superman yeah that would work <laughs> i could go with that 
um yeah so uh i'm really looking forward to this so so i i bought this lens and steve was very generous he said if i ship it to chroma cameras then he will actually make sure it all fits together for me um and um uh, and then um me and make it make it all ready so that was great um and uh so that i did that i duly did that i spoke to the people at fords and they answered a couple of questions uh and uh it sounds like it was all exactly what i was up that it needed and uh and they got shipped to steve and then steve sent me some photos of it at the weekend when it arrived and it's tiny that what like it's a large format lens but it fits in the palm of his hand so either steve has the biggest hands in the world <laughs> No, Steve's noted for having very small hands. So if it looks big in, <laughs> if it looks small in Steve's hands, it's probably microscopic. <laughs> and this is a really good thing for me, right? Because I'm really into small cameras at the moment. They're point and shoot. I've been shooting for months. I've been shooting basically just a, point, a single point and shoot mm. camera. Um, so uh, this is this is great that it's a, it's pretty lightweight. It's pretty small. Um, you know, it's not going to require that I carry a lot of kit around with it um so you know effectively what i'm going to have is, is uh, a medium format camera that i can choose what it you know what what um what aspect ratio it shoots and uh you know that you can do that um i you probably given given the nature of the camera you could probably even mix and match formats on the same roll of film but you'd probably have to be careful that you didn't get overlap of images that you weren't looking for and stuff like that I think probably that, work hmm, I think that might be a bit tricky. I, I mean, I think if you got it in a dark bag, you could do that because you would have to pop because the um the master. Well, even if you're shooting the six by twelve and the six by six, surely you just go like, if it's a six by twelve, I'll roll it on two. If it's a six by six, I'll just no, because you're putting one. in because it you you're putting in the masks to actually frame off. So to change that mid roll, you would have to open up the back. Take out, the, uh, pull out the one yeah, side, pop point. the masks in or out, and then put it back in again. You could do it. You could do it in the dark room or bad, but um, I'm not gonna. Good point. I hadn't right. thought about that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, one of the big things with large format, um, well, in this case, you're not buying it for large format photography, but one of the things that I know I was uh, concerned about before I got into it, it is buying a lens. Um, what? How did you decide which lens to go for? Which focal length to go for? aid well <laughs> good question when you know the answer because you were in on the conversation because it was me you and steve that had the conversation um well um a number of of things it was well but but sort of linear sort of a sequential process of thinking mm. it through so the first thing was i started off with well i do like shooting a 50 mil lens right on, on a yeah on a one three five format i do i do like the angle of view that a 50 gives me um, and when I've shot medium format in the past, you know, I've liked a, a, an equivalent, roughly speaking. Um, and broadly speaking, anywhere between 40 and 50 mil equivalent, I'm I'm pretty happy and comfortable. Not a great fan of 35 mil. As you get a bit wider, I get a bit more interested. Um, but I, I do have a bit of a creative dead spot around 35 mil. It doesn't do much for me. And then I, so so I started off with that, and I, so then the question is, okay, well, yeah, what's your crop factor for for a different format, or what's your angle of view? So I had a look at the the crop factor. In this case, um, it's it's approximately, I think I say approximately, it's approximately 0.27 or something is what you, you know, is is what you have to multiply by, um, or or just divide by three is another one another way of doing it to get a rough thing. 
so so and, and you had said that perhaps um a 90 mil might work uh as a, a in the in the large format lenses because that would give me an approximately I don't know, yeah, 2.7, sorry, not 0.27, 2.7. That could be approximately a 40 mil field of view or something like that, and that might help. Uh, as you can tell from the way I'm describing it, it was all a bit of a mystery to me. So, yeah, I was very glad with the assistance. And I thought of that, and I said, okay, so so if I have that, <laughs> then I'm shooting something that I'm comfortable with in a, uh, in a wide aspect ratio, um, you know, because it, it, it will shoot you at know, six by 12 clearly is a two to one aspect ratio. So you're in, a, you're, you're definitely in a more movie kind of zone there than you are, you know, photography kind of zone. And then I thought, well, okay, but the options beyond six by 12 are to shoot six by nine, which clearly would be narrower. And then six by six would be, should be narrower again. So then I started thinking, okay, maybe I want something a bit wider. And, um, I ended up, uh, really zeroing in on it from two angles one is that i thought i ended up wanting roughly a 65 to 75 mil and then i found what looked to be a really nice <laughs> 65 mil lens available at what i think is a decent enough price um because i know that the large format lenses are going up in price quite a lot at the moment aren't they yeah uh, so uh yeah i found this lens at ford's it's just on their website um for those that don't know ford's um uh why not <laughs> um go to fords.com double f-o-r-d-e-s.com uh, fords photographic i think they're in inverness aren't they or somewhere somewhere in scotland mm. i think it's inverness um and let's just have a quick look uh what is it contact us it says contact us we are uh, oh inverness shire okay maybe not in the city itself um, but uh yeah i, I went uh sorry but i i called them up and spoke to them and uh yep and, and bought the lens and all good so i now have uh well i don't have it steve has it uh a 65 mil f8 lens mm. um f8 not being a worry as as the widest it goes because of course this is large format and to get any kind of focus you're going to need to have it stopped down a bit anyway uh and uh yeah looking forward to it looking forward to learning how to do things like um, zone focusing or or, or or focusing by estimation because of course there's no there's no ground glass in this in this camera so it is although it is a large format lens it's not a large format camera it's a medium format mm. camera it has no ground glass and so uh yeah i'm going to be focusing based on estimation a little bit of zone focusing a little bit of hyperfocal uh, and, and working through that i've also got to uh figure out how it is that i'm going to compose uh because the camera doesn't have a viewfinder uh it does have some cold shoes on the top so i'm probably going to buy uh, a couple of uh equivalent viewfinders off ebay uh they don't need to be super precise uh but it give me a good idea and i know that steve is is working on something that can be printed to serve as a i can't remember what the term is what is it graham help me out here what is it that what is it? Is the what is the thing that Steve can make that, that allows? I don't you to know. I see. I, I I always get confused because I, I know that a Galilean viewfinder is a thing, but I'm not sure if that's what we're talking about. It's just a basic viewfinder. It's basically a, a glassless viewfinder that just gives you the rough frame size, so that you, as you look through it, you can kind of frame up what you're looking while at. We're, while we're talking, keep talking, because while we're talking, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find it in our in our little, uh, little <laughs> WhatsApp yeah. chat group that we had because um uh, I can't yeah. remember. Um, I predict 
I predict, um, do you, Graham, that by the end of the year, possibly and, and 12 months, aid will have gone from getting rid of all his cameras <laughs> to having a bit of a shelf that looks a bit like yours. I'm hoping. This, well, is, this is the start. What I'm again. hoping, Claire, is now he's got a large format lens. <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of bonkers not to get some sort of a large format camera to go with it. You know, you can get a yeah. nice little snapshot to go with it. And if you've got a snap, I mean, you know, this it's an entry drug. I, I love your choice of a 65mm lens because with this camera, it makes so much sense because if you're shooting 6 by 6 you've, you've got yeah, I guess it's probably roughly a 40 mil equivalent. So if you want to do your kind of um, square shooting, then that's perfect for that, doing portraits and stuff like that. And then as you go to 6x9 and 6x12, the more cinematic aspect ratios, you've just got more and more wideness in there. And 65 mil on, on 6x12 is going to give you some pretty sweet panoramas. And if if you then shove in the 35 mil film into that, yoinkers, that's going to be a panorama of all. Well, I, I know mm -hmm. Steve is working on uh, a way of, of effectively allowing you to control a roll of 35mm once it's in mm -hmm. the camera. Oh, yeah. nice. Of course, you can't just open the window and find the next number on the backing paper. because not advisable. 35mm works. <laughs> not advisable, indeed. Yeah, not advisable. So uh, Steve is working on some jiggery-pokery and some gadgetry mm. that is going to allow us to, to shoot 35mm in these things as well. Um Right. and have some level of, of confidence in which part of the film you're exposing and mm. um, so yes i mean that would affect that would give you an image yeah, without the sprockets that would give you an image of 24 by 120 so what's that that is that actually a five to one ratio yes it is pretty thing, huge it? it's pretty it's spectacular five to one ratio um, and then with the sprockets, of course, if you wanted that as, as well, that would be slightly less than five mm. to one. But the because uh, uh, I can't divide thirty-five mil into one hundred and twenty at this at this point in the day. Um, so interesting, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm really keen to use it. I, I I'm also key. I'm also thinking about the first project because i think this is going to be but by, by by its nature right it's going to be a project camera rather than a, a, a wander around everyday camera right you just you, you don't it's probably going to be a, a little bit unwieldy and maybe even cost prohibitive to go around shooting six by twelves you know 20 rolls a day mm. <laughs> so i've been thinking about actually you know, what sort of thing am i going to use it for and i mm. think uh the aim at the moment is i, I want to to learn more about printing uh with it i kind of have this idea it's it's a sort of vague mental image at the moment of of a, of a warm toned black and white image printed on some kind of rag paper you know, at a, at a size, not not enormous, but at a size that, that takes advantage of the fact that you've got a 6 by 12 negative. So um, I'm not going to go all fine art on you all, but, you know, uh, I, I can imagine, you know, some 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 crafted images some 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 thought gone into the composition and then also gone into the the production of the image. Um, so I need to I need to understand a bit more about that. Um, I, I I need to work out 
how it is that I should be shooting, uh, what I should be shooting, how it is that we should be you know, developing. I say we because clearly this is going to be a team sport because I don't do developing. And then I need to figure out you know, how it is that I would approach the the printing. Mm. And, and you know, the, the whole idea of making it a collaboration, you know, from camera maker through to printer, you know, we, you know and, and to be able to work with people, uh, uh, you know, people who are really good at what they do and, and can, you know, can play a role in crafting something together. That is a really interesting thing for me as well. And I think if I got to the end of the year and I had half a dozen prints I was pleased with, I think that would be a really successful creative venture for me for this year. So mm. that's kind of where my head's at. Mm. Nice thing. It all to... might change, you know, it all might change. I might just carry it everywhere and just blast it all and bankrupt myself by shooting six yeah. by twelves all over the place. The nice thing with six by twelve is that if you can find somebody close enough to you to make it viable to do, you know, who has a dark who is a printer, it's a it's a perfectly good negative size for doing contact prints from. So you could just make some really lovely six by twelve contact prints from them. Um, because I mean, that would be the, nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you you've spent a, a little over six hundred quid on your setup for this. I think that's about right, isn't it? Aid? So, uh, I, th- I so far. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, not <laughs> um, including. I haven't films. I haven't bought any viewfinders yet, but just uh, I mean, people can see quite easily on the Chroma website. The camera is three hundred and twenty five pounds. Um, the, the lens I bought was three hundred pounds, which, as yeah. I understand it, is is a reasonable price for a decent quality, you know, decent condition large mm. format lens these days. Yeah, so you're you're well set. I mean, and I developed the roll of film that I shot on the commentary photo walk, and as I mentioned when Steve was on the show, I managed to royally screw this roll of film up in a way that I have. I mean, I have, as anybody who's listened to this podcast for any length of time will have realised, I have found every single way possible of ruining a roll of film. I found another new one this time. I, when I was ro- unrolling the film and getting onto the reels, I realised I'd somehow managed to fold the roll of film back on in on itself <laughs> within the camera. Just absolutely trashed it. Um, which not only trashed the frames that uh, were where it was completely folded back, but then because it was so bent, even though I was able to get it onto the reel... It then bent all the rest of the film in there, so it didn't develop properly. Anyway, it was a whole thing. But um, the first image on there was unspoilt by that, or unspoilt by me double exposing my way through most of the rest of the shots, which again was nothing to do with the camera, only to do with the um, shutter release on it. But the thing about that first shot that blew me away, because I also managed to amazingly get it in focus as well, um, is that the detail on that shot is spectacular because you're using a large format lens i mean you, you are getting that that image quality and um yeah it, it's staggering i mean i'm just and the fact that you've got that flexibility to shoot six 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 nine six twelve um yeah i i think you're gonna have a lot of fun with that and uh, as I have said to you and Steve, I, that's the next camera that I'm saving up for because I really, really want one. And I and I've got, I think I've got my widest lens is a 75 mil, which will do me fine. Like that's what I will stick on there is a 75 mil. Um, I think you be. I think that's a great. 
yeah that, that's a great option so yeah. so when i thought about the 65 mil so as, as a 65 mil lens on on four by five had a field of view i well you know i went onto a couple of websites that have you know um not field of view sorry angle of view calculators i mean they have depth yeah they're, they're the sort of if, if a lot of the uh the depth of field calculator websites will also calculate your angle of view and i was looking at this and i was thinking okay well i've got at first, I thought, you know, go go a bit longer, you know, into the range of what you might call a normal lens. And then I realized that as I tightened up the aspect ratio, you know, to especially going to the square, the six by six, it would be really, really tight. Um, and and maybe that might be a constraint. So uh, and then I thought, you know, because one of the things you one of the reasons that I personally um, often avoid really wide lenses unless i happen to be embracing it like when i'm using my samyang 12 mil or my a digital camera or something like that um yeah it is you you end up with some level of distortion and you end up with uh you know some some features of the compression of the image which i'm i'm personally less fond of um but then i realized actually this is you, you can you don't have to worry about this because that because this is a 65 millimeter lens right <laughs> So, so none of those issues that you get with using a twelve millimeter lens, yeah, you know, will, will 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 be there. So you can afford to go wider, and it'll still look it'll look normalish because it's a sixty five mil lens, but it'll be a it'll just cover more ground. So it won't look wide. It'll be wide, but it won't look wide in the sense that it won't have those optical characteristics of a really wide lens. And then when they have it, you know. And you crop, you know, you use the six by nine, and then the six by six. You'll end up with, uh, uh, I think, the six by six. I, I worked out would be approximately uh, a, a horizontal angle of view of uh, in the high forties. Um, I think is you know maybe or, or mid forties, let's say. Mm. Uh, and funnily enough, where is that? Where does that put us? Well, that puts us squarely in the field of view of your average fifty mil lens or a forty-five mil lens or something like that. So I thought I figured that um, would be a good way to go, and because it's a wider lens, of course, it's it's shorter, and therefore the whole overall unit will be more compact and easier to use. And uh, uh, and so I took a punt, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we'll see where it takes us. Does this kind of thing have any interest to you, Claire? Yeah, no, I was just thinking um, when you will get to um, come when we end when you do end up visiting. Um, do you have to bring all these cameras with you? We'll have to have like a trial and a, a practice and a little shoot. That'd be good. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I look forward to it. I was um, exchanging a couple of messages with uh, Jeff from uh, over at iDream of Cameras and saying, mm. well, you know, you guys, because obviously they are much more, they are a gear focus show those guys love their cameras and they that's what certainly they certainly are <laughs> um and i said oh you should do a show talking about like what people can buy now like because there's there are so many choices out there now um and and he said well the thing is we just you know we, we'd have to get somebody else to come join us because we haven't got hands on with that stuff i think that's the thing is that you need to get hands on with it to see where the stuff is these days because I think yeah. th there is a range of stuff, there is a range of quality and a range of finish. Um, 
and to really appreciate where some of the stuff has got to, you know, not just from Steve, um, but from like Dora Goodman as well. You know, she's been making some beautifully crafted cameras. And I'm sure there's other people out there who I don't know who are also making really beautifully crafted stuff. Um, you kind of, you, you need to see it to get to know it, but it's, um, it's cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how you get on with yours. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, mm. I'm just quite just. I've got to wait wait and save up for mine god damn it <laughs> well you know it, uh you're, you're welcome to have a go of mine or little one maybe i'll <laughs> let you sniff it at a distance or something. okay <laughs> that, now it got weird now it got weird um <laughs> so now i'm looking i'm really looking forward to this and as i say it's the first first camera that you know uh, that i've held in a long time that's like sort of suddenly sparked that level of interest so i'm looking forward to, to getting it playing with it learning it you know making something new with it and and going in a direction you know do, do, doing something that i haven't done before with maybe printing and output and stuff like mm. that as well the weird thing is i think also it might um scratch some of the itch that you get from the holger you know and the fact that it's this lightweight thing you know, particularly if you shove it into six by six mode it's just going to be like a holger with amazing image quality <laughs> you can just kind of go around and do some real yeah. fun stuff with so um yeah, that's very cool. I'll just because I know time is moving on, so I'll just very quickly mm. fill you in on what I've been up to this week, just because it's been uh, chaos as always. So, um, uh, my good friend, uh, who's at the Coventry Photo Walk, um, that, but that's unrelated, uh, Dave Walker, mm. got in touch recently and said that he had got a line on some X-ray film. Uh, he'd found I don't know how he ended up getting in co- contact with this person. I think he'd got in touch with a veterinary supplier, said, "Have you got any of this stuff?" and managed to strike a deal with him to buy some stuff from him so would you ask me if i'd like to buy a few boxes obviously i said yes of course this seems like a great idea (laughs) so i've bought um three boxes of x-ray film there's a hundred sheets in a box and you from each sheet you get two sheets of four by five you have to cut it down so i've got effectively in theory 600 sheets of x-ray film (laughs) to shoot um and that's great because, mm. relatively speaking, you're going to become a dentist now. Then. <laughs> yeah. I'd need a real big mouth to get these sheets in. Um, which some would you argue put the film inside somebody's mouth. You know that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> just, just um, <laughs> the thing that everybody says about X-ray film is it scratches easily, and I would just like to confirm that yes, it absolutely does oh, scratch God. easily. <laughs> and. As somebody who has a long and storied reputation for being pretty much a destroyer of negatives at the best of times, um, oh, that's going to be fun with this because I've already developed a few sheets from it. And because you have to, as I said, first of all, you have to cut it up. So you're already handling it or manhandling it in my case, (laughs) trying to cut it into shape. Um, That's bad enough putting scratches in there. But then when you go to develop it, the emotion which is on both sides of it so you don't have a non-emotion side there's emotion on both sides and it basically it's like butter on toast it comes off so easily so um Mm. on, on the one hand i'm working towards finding a workflow to really try and minimize the scratching that's on there so i bought these smooth bottom trays to develop it in and i've the second time out cutting it, I tried to be much more careful and I got a, one of those mats and all of this stuff. So I'm trying my best to minimize the scratches. But 
in my heart of hearts, I know that ultimately I'm just going to have to lean into it and just really go full scratch because I'm never going to get it good. This is me we're talking about. So I just need to get a Brillo pad and be done with it. I think, I think that's the reality. It's so an get ready. choice. Yeah, well, you know, I've done Unfocus. That's last year's news. This year it's going to be scratched to buggery. So that's this year's choice. You'll have to uh, watch your cat around the film. Watch my cat around the film. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, a few hairs, Claire, that'll add to it a bit. No, the, I mean, the claws. Oh, yeah, also, yes, also the claws, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm for the amount of film that I've got, it was relatively inexpensive. It wasn't, you know, dirt cheap, but it was for the amount of film that I've got. But, yeah, I need to find a pathway with it that isn't going to just end up with me being frustrated with myself. Um, but it's fun. You know, it's kind of quite fun to think, well, like I said, I've got 600 sheets of this stuff. If I haven't got the hang of it by sheet 600, then I'll know it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> How many years would it take you to shoot 600 photos? Um, I, All of them. I think probably all of the all, years. All the years. All, all the, the years, years. yeah. <laughs> because it's probably, it's probably not going to be my go-to for everything. Because the other thing is, um, X-ray film so you just is... bought a lifetime supply, is yeah, what I you're did. telling us. That's I did. cool. That's yeah. cool. Excellent. Because um, it's, it's orthochromatic. So it's blue sensitive, which is, on the one hand, it's great because it means you can work with it under a red light. And you can shoot it all this month. And I can shoot, oh my God, absolutely. I can shoot it all this month. That's it. So basically anything, yeah. and also it is, I don't know whether you can see if I hold this up. The Make film, a movie. Make a movie. It is actually has blue. Has anybody shot a movie with this stuff? Uh, One I mean, frame, stop motion movie maybe. Make prob a stop probably. motion movie. Uh, shoot a blue movie. I'm not sure you want me to do that. Um, <laughs> but you can see the film is actually blue. Um, so it, it's orthochromatic and it's ISO 25, um, which is, you know, I mean, it's not nothing. It's just not terribly far away from nothing either so it's a fun new adventure stop motion it is then stop, stop motion, motion exactly. blue movie yeah exactly I'll get that get my ken and barbie dolls out of the attic <laughs> <laughs> be like watching team america all over again yes exactly that's exactly what i'm gonna go for so yeah that's been me this week has been mostly um buggering up a roll of film from the chroma 612 and then buggering up sheets of x-ray film in four by five it's uh, standard gray and weak basically well i'm glad you've enjoyed yourself yeah it's been good okay um i don't know about you guys but it feels like this podcast has been going on a while arguably Is it time to, uh... too long Argu arguably <laughs> what does it say on the time clock it says stop recorder? just in big letters it says stop stop please stop <laughs> Stop now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, shall we stop then? Are yeah. we done? Okay, cool. Well, thank you. Uh, we have been the Sunny 16 podcast. Um, and as always, it has been an honor and a privilege uh, to talk with you all. We'll play you out now with Rachel's band Rocker. You can get their album, Promises I Should Have Kept, on all good internet outlets. That's it. <laughs> I think I've got cleanly out of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>